you know, I this whole time we've been on the phone, uh, I mm-hmm. have been trying to come up with a good sous vide pun, mm-hmm. and I I can't. Mm. Um, th- so maybe you guys have some that you could share. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's great. Let me pull up the uh, list real quick. Um, okay, we have uh, sous vide or not sous vide. That is the question. Uh, that's the easy one. That's you know top of the head. That's not even written down, you know. But we also have uh, hmm. We have one. Uh, we have to use this one on. Some people get a little carried away, like I said, and they'll start trying to sous vide everything. So we we ask, what is it sous vide a man? To there you sous-vide. go. Yeah, and and you know, there's lots of sous vide puns, um, but uh, yeah, you're just gonna have to find those for yourself, man. Uh, you'll just have to. S- mm-hmm. I'm currently on a forum of food puns. Uh huh. Yep. And I don't think there's any sous vide puns. There's a guy that says sous vide's ruining cooking because it takes all the prep work out of everything. Um what? Like that's 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 like saying sous vide's ruining cooking because it's it's erasing the cleanup time. Like yeah. It, the prep and everything it's means to an end at the end of the day like you can love the process it's fine to love the process the process is great i love seeing the food and experiencing the food but the food is kind of the point of it yeah someone asked me uh how my week was not you you didn't ask no me, but someone didn't someone did ask no me. i'm not going to ask you that's fine i'm gonna tell you <laughs> uh, and uh and uh I, I liked my response and I felt it was accurate because I said I was too busy doing things to get anything done. And uh, hmm. that's my, been my whole week. I've been doing so many things and talking to so many people and yet um, never could get anything done. Never could sit down and edit, sit down and record. Like, yeah, I had all these blocks in my head of like, yeah, I'll have four hours this day, six hours this day. And every single time something else came up that... Uh, was was more pressing yeah. so huh. yep wow. one of those weeks man that sucks. one of those where you feel bad because you're not doing shit mm-hmm. because you're doing stuff Ugh. yeah that sucks Ugh. how's your week man how you doing uh i miss i missed two days of work this week because i was sick um what yeah, i got some nasty cold thing jeez i don't i haven't really known you to be a sick person no i do about once a year i guess mm-hmm. um and this is it. Well, better now than the holidays. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, other than mm. that, it's been great. Yeah. Cool. Um, it's been raining here a lot, so I've got some. Been listening to some properly. Uh, mm. Um. I don't know how to describe it. Some some atmospheric music, I guess. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was almost gonna throw nothing but instrumentals at you today. Oh so, wow! Well, that's yeah. what I'm doing to you. So yeah, boy, <laughs> one, of those, one of those episodes again. Um, that's all right. That's all right. If people keep tuning in, they know what they're in for. Exactly. They they do it to themselves. Before before I kick it off, because this will be this will be out in the middle of October almost. I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, at this pace. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, before mm-hmm. <laughs> before I do that, uh, I gotta go. Wait, no, I don't. Just kidding. Mm, good one. I thought my I thought my beer was empty. <laughs> Did you find more beer? No, I just I, I have a koozie on it, and I couldn't see where the liquid oh, was, but it's yeah, quite yeah. quite full, pretty much. So, yeah, um, I need to get a koozie. So I'm just gonna go ahead and start the evening off right what is this link you sent me penis and large <laughs> what is this why is this on your clipboard now? well maybe that's what? why i'm feeling sick i don't know <laughs> there we go um mm-hmm. oh a short one nice yeah. short so <laughs> it's six and a half minutes long i suppose that's a little short isn't it yeah for you yeah yeah no no it's fine it's good 
It's good. So I don't know how I came across a whole chunk of this kind of stuff this week. Um, mm-hmm. I think I regularly tune into a channel on YouTube called the Where Post Rock Dwells. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah. They they chose the term dwell on purpose, I think. Um Yeah. Their channel name has to be as pretentious as their song Exactly. Names. And then it, yeah. that also linked to a channel called Years of Silence that is like mm. a bunch of I don't know, kind of from what I can tell atmospheric instrumental music. Um hmm. which led me to this band called now they're they're uh dutch i believe so i don't know how to pronounce the first word it's osi oc aussie yeah sure aussie and the jupiter Mm. and the jupiter Mm -hmm. like the planet Mm -hmm. uh and they're basically they're listed as neo folk (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) um which sounds completely obnoxious but it's basically like Viking music. Um, yeah, I was gonna say this sounds very uh, foggy morning on a some sort of green island. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. You're like yeah. standing on the there's 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 an image here. Yeah, you're yeah. And he... standing on the edge of a misty fjord, and <laughs> you've just I don't know grown a really long beard and slain all your enemies um mm-hmm. something about it though uh, anyway it's like it's perfect for this time of year i think um i was listening to and it then... today with uh, as soon as the rain started pouring earlier oh nice was, yeah i mean i was sold right then and there oh yeah and the name of the song by the way is oh, balder balder b-a-l-d-u-r like balder's gate mm-hmm. and that's by oc and the jupiter This came out this year. This album. Came oh, out really? This, year. this is new. Yeah. Oh, I like the violin that's in there. Mm-hmm. I keep waiting. I think a drum is coming in right around like three, four minutes. It. Oh, there's a very. It kind of shows drum. up. Also, that's a. Yeah. Okay. I, it's not like building up. It's just yeah. Okay. I believe that's a cello. Oh, they're just whomping on it. Mm-hmm cool yeah it's it's got too much yeah. range to be a violin oh huh it's beautiful though mm-hmm. whatever's whatever stringed instruments are playing well, cello is the best Great. stringed instrument you know yeah yeah i like the viola a little bit but uh yeah cello takes the cake yeah, for sure it's got it's got it can just do everything you know Mm-hmm. yeah cello player ladies that play the cello <sighs> <laughs> It just works, man. Uh-huh. It just works. It, There's something about it. There's something about because the instrument is like human sized, it feels like it's easier to see the relationship someone has with it. Yeah. You know, the the way that they hold it, the way that they play with it. Um yeah. I mean that's anyone playing a cello. It's just neat to see the interaction. Yeah. 
it's almost like seeing someone interacting with a horse where it's like huh it's like yeah the human's in control here but like their interaction with this other thing you learn a lot about them through it yeah so, exactly it's a very montana thing to say but... <laughs> no I, but it fits it's uh it's mm. kind of the situation that i don't know that i've seen with people and stringed instruments in particular or yeah i don't know the trumpet yeah. i guess is another one that's easy to see uh, a savant when when there is one yeah um yeah for sure these guys do hail from the norse land of kent ohio so uh, <laughs> they've seen some stuff yeah man. they've slayed some enemies yeah that I, I was just looking at their Bandcamp page for the first time um and they label themselves as northern pagan folk inspired music huh interesting you know i picked up on the pagan a little yeah. bit so that's uh that's pretty good uh-huh. um do they have any pictures of the swords that they've made in their spare time? No. Hmm. There's a That's contact okay. button. Oh, yeah. There's probably pictures in there. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I'm just going to send you this link again. I'm, but, uh, I'm all about, yeah. uh, I'm all about atmospheric to... stuff right now. Have you, have you listened to any of their other stuff? Uh, yeah. Yes, I listened to the whole album. Um, nice. It's. think you'll buy it? ever yeah i i probably will um i mean Mm. at the very least to wait what episode number is this 43 ah yeah so i'll buy it to (laughs) to the episode yeah you'll just buy the whole album sometimes yeah i'll do that too yeah yeah because it's it's all like it's it's all like this it's it's definitely darker through the rest of it there's some chanting kind of stuff it's kind of cool Ooh, that's real pagan Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) that's great um okay so we are we have your oh this is different i have two picks i just sent them one of them twice okay this is from a different part of the world oh are you listening to the pale waves Mm, uh no uh marley carroll it's this is the type of music that i listen to and i forget that i'm listening to music yeah that's that's how you know it's good yeah (laughs) uh yeah so i want to bring the table uh, a similar song in that it definitely creates an atmosphere and a feel, mm-hmm. uh, though a much different feel <laughs> than yours. Uh, I want to elicit, hmm, yeah, I mean, we could still go with, I, I think it's definitely a nighttime type song. Um, I think that it, maybe you could smell a campfire, be by a campfire, but I think this takes me back to a time where you were still f- you still may have felt unsafe outside by a fire. There may still be wolves or coyotes or, or, you know, any sort of creature out there. Like this brings me back to a primal time yeah. where before we had guns and when we had to like check our six all the time. Yeah. Because the song like is, is <clears throat> it, you'll hear it here in a second, but it's a mellow song and it's a groovy song, but it's not necessarily a happy song. So the artist that I'm talking about is uh, Marley Carroll. I'm not sure where he's from on his website right now. We do our homework, very, folks. Yeah, really? This is a very difficult website to navigate. He is from North Carolina. He's pretty young. Uh, but he makes all sorts of interesting stuff. But uh, the, the song that I'm talking about today is Woodwork by Marley Carroll. this guy um off of a mix 
by someone named Pumpkin. Have you ever heard of Pumpkin? No. Like the like the October uh, squash. Yeah, uh, I don't think Pumpkin makes his own music, but he just makes compilations of music like this, and he'll put them in like a big long mix, oh, like and, uh, Mr. Suicide Sheep. Yeah, yeah, and like Mr. Suicide Sheep, he does his homework. Pumpkin does, and he actually does have mixing abilities where he will definitely like tone match and beat match and like you sometimes you just don't even notice when you switch songs it just kind of feels like he turns all these separate songs from these separate artists into something that feels like an album yeah and uh yeah so that's how i found about about um marley carroll i actually found out about him from a song called talk that was on one of his lists that's t-o-c-k like a clock Hmm. uh and i was originally gonna link that but then i decided i'm like you know i'm gonna go through and listen to a lot more of this guy's stuff and uh fell into that wormhole for a while and uh woodwork is just the one that uh got stuck yeah so yeah what do you think it's it's really good i i will be looking more into this and it's funny that it's called woodwork and then the second song that's recommended to me is called cedars so he's got (laughs) something going on i suppose north carolina has plenty of trees so yeah man north carolina i I really want to visit there sometime yeah the carolinas yeah, it's the home of home of the best barbecue, so I hear. Do they do a lot of mustard? Is that North Carolina? Yeah, it's vinegar, vinegar based. Carolina sauce. Oh, is vinegar based. You know, I do love me some some Carolina style barbecue. Mm-hmm. It's the only. It's, it's the only kind that I make. Yeah, I don't like the sweet barbecue. No. I don't know who. I don't know who keeps adding all those like thick Texas. sauces with a lot of sugar. Yeah, Texas. No, no, no. I think Kansas City fits a good pocket of like it's saucy, but it's not too sweet. Yeah, it, um, it gets further away from vinegar the further west you come, and then no. it ends in Texas <laughs> with butter and ketchup. <laughs> but uh, yeah, mm, that North Carolina barbecue—I mm-hmm. can like smell it. I know, oh, I know. Ugh. That's my next sous vide project—is uh, pulled mm. pork. Oh man. Oh, yeah. I know we hinted at it uh, in the beginning, but Riley has discovered sous vide. And uh, now that you're a sous vide savant, would you like to explain what it is? Uh, So basically, it's by the time this comes out, actually, it'll be all over. Um, Mm. But but, uh, it's basically a method of cooking that in which you uh, place all your ingredients in a big Ziploc bag, um, be it steak, pork, oats, veggies, whatever, fish, yeah. whatever you want to cook. Uh, Anything that benefits from cooking. Put it in a Ziploc bag, get all the air out like as airtight as possible, um, and put it in a water bath that you get to a constant temperature of, I don't know, I, I did fish this weekend and I put it in at 135, and I just kept the water at 135 for an hour and Mm. i have never had fish like that before it was it was unlike unlike anything i've ever tasted it was incredible and then i did Mm. it for oats the next morning which was three hours because they was steel cut oats so it was longer cooked but yeah that's an investment and they just it tasted like they had heavy cream in them but they didn't it was just water and salt and they Mm. but they were just so creamy and soft and good and and last night I did uh, butternut squash and collards in two separate bags. Um, mm, and they both mm. turned out equally equally as good, um, mm. especially the butternut squash. That was incredible. So I like to compare the sous vide cooking, the water circulation method, kind of to like cold brew coffee, where mm-hmm. cold brew coffee works because um, certain – like there are lots of flavors that you can draw out of coffee – in cold water, much like you can cook spaghetti in cold water, but it just takes a long time. And that's why we started using hot water and stuff is because, you know, it's it's way faster with hot water. But with hot water, you're essentially like, unless you're doing it just right, you're pretty much burning the coffee beans and bringing out all of these kind of more bitter flavors and sour flavors. And you're drying out these oils that if you were to put it in a lower temperature water for longer, it wouldn't dry out those flavors. So mm-hmm. in the same way, when you sous vide something, because you're putting it at a constant temperature there's no you never overcook it so you never deal with the toughness that comes with overcooking or some vegetables kind of put out a weird uh what is the word kind of weird flavors when they're burnt not all of them of course but um 
you know, it, so you so you bring out a lot of the flavors of cooking, but you don't bring out any of the ugly flavors that come with burning stuff. So, yeah. so that's nice. And then if you choose, if you want, you can just sear it at the end and get a little bit of you know the Maillard reaction. Yeah, uh, Maillard, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, sous vide. It's really neat. It's cool because you can cook a steak to that perfect, perfect medium rare. And, and then you can, can still you can leave it for an hour. You can go watch your friend's dog and come back, and that steak's still going to be in water, still perfectly medium yeah. rare. You can leave it, it overnight. Yeah, and like I'm sure at a certain point you're going to have a problem, but really with sous vide, like it's so flexible. Like you can leave it for three hours, eight hours, come back because it's never overcooking. It's never mm-hmm. going to overcook because how could it? It's never getting past a certain temperature. Yeah. So, anyway it's it's cool it's um good for people that cook for themselves i think (laughs) yeah yeah because you can just put it in a bag and kind of forget about it Mm -hmm. and then like a crock pot it doesn't mind if you do smaller portions either Mm -hmm. you can just do like a single meal for that night you don't have to like make six quarts of something for it to work better (laughs) yeah which is fine i'm fine with making six quarts of chili but yeah yeah (sighs) yeah You, you could say no now hear me out Mm-hmm. I'm I'm transitioning here. Okay. Um, you could say that cooking with using sous vide is the new woke way to cook. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, and and the reason why sous vide matters now is because up until f- the past few years sous vide has been really expensive to buy um just for a, a you know a, a standard person like we're talking like a thousand dollars and um like i have friends who own a catering business and when they first started they were looking at sous vides and the cheapest one they could find was five hundred dollars and that Jeez. was and that was three years ago and so they decided to wait a year and it came down in that year to two hundred dollars and they bought two of them um and now you can get one for you can get a pretty good one for like 80 bucks and you can actually get a shit one for like 50 bucks, 35 bucks even. So it's like, if you just want to get in and try it out and if you hate it, throw it away. Like you can actually just do that now, which is crazy. You used to like have to like dedicate a huge part of your counter for it. And it used to be this whole thing. Yeah. And now you can just kind of have it just like in a box and like a, like a shoe box size box and pull it out whenever you need it. It's crazy. So, anyway, yeah, yeah, good stuff. It's woke. Yeah, it's cool. All the everyone's doing it because it's it's cool. Yeah, and, it's so cool. Yeah, I don't know. What do you mean by woke, though? What do you? What do you? I mean, I know what the word woke and the word and the term well, woke means I, in this context. Check check your Skype box. Oh shit. Uh, oh. oh, it was a it's joke, guys. It's yeah. a joke. <laughs> And uh, I'll let you know as soon as I'm done watching this advertisement for, I have no idea what this is. There's a lot of explosions. This is a very, like, Geostorm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just watched an ad for Geostorm. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to have to... We're gonna have to we're link, take a little intermission. To this in the, yeah, but we're gonna have to link to this in the show notes too because Riley sent me an SNL clip of slam poetry that is hilarious because it's like a faux Levi's commercial.
Okay, that's a funny video. All right, I just yeah. I just really wanted an excuse to share that with you. That was good. Yeah, that was an advert for the Levi Wokes machine. <laughs> A chain that is sizeless, styleless, genderless. Uh, I like the Unify. <sighs> That's really funny. The Unify is my favorite feature. Of Unif- Unifly. Uh, wow, that was well done. Uh, was that Ryan Gosling? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's hilarious, man. Yeah, he sold that so hard. That's so funny. Uh. <laughs> Levi Wokes. Cool, man. Um... So I'm I'm glad we got the sous vide portion out of the way. I feel like uh, yeah, that was I, that needed to happen. It was just yeah. like one of those things, you know. I know I know it's weird that we talked about it for like you know five ten minutes there, but trust me, it it's been hours over the course of the last week. Like yeah. you are seeing, we are giving you such the abridged version of our conversations. So um, it was after yeah. the last after we recorded the last episode, we continued talking on Skype after we got done <laughs> recording, and we. Talked about sous vide for another hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, longer than the actual episode. So yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. And the thing is, I don't even have a sous vide. <laughs> yeah, neither of us, neither of us do. I mean, <laughs> I just have used them and have have benefited from them, and I love them. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and I'm getting one. Yeah, I know. I want, uh, I want one stuff. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a song. Okay. Mm. Well, I already sent it to you. It's that's okay. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. I'm on <laughs> okay. it. Yeah. I'm gonna stop watching the videos to the stuff that you send me because yeah, then that's... I end up liking it better. Yeah, that's fine. I don't blame you. So, <clears throat> this song is by a group called Pale Waves, and the name of the song is "There's a <clears throat> There's a Honey." This band has, unsurprisingly, um, I guess not. That's that's not quite the right way. The uh, they've opened for the 1975 before multiple oh, times. That'd be a yeah, good, good combo. Yeah, so it's Britpop um, with very similar guitar styles as the 1975, though they're clearly less developed <laughs> like i don't know how many albums they've made or anything i've just listened to a bunch of their songs on youtube i'm gonna be honest but they definitely don't have as evolved of a their their albums and their songs just aren't nearly as conceptual as the 1975 yeah it's it's just a lot more like they kind of all sound a bit more similar her voice doesn't really go that far but it, i like it I like what they have. I like that it's relatively simple Britpop. Um, the lead singer is captivating in, in all of her interviews and stuff. She she rocks a very goth style, like mm-hmm. the Cure style goth, um, which I really uh, appreciate. And uh, yeah, it's just a good song. And it's, this song is about, you know, insecurity and putting yourself out there and uh i'm definitely interested in you i'd love to make a move but uh i have no idea if it would be reciprocated so just kind of being stuck uh stuck in the middle there and and uh starting to second guess like well shouldn't i just know shouldn't (laughs) i know but the thing is it's never so simple you don't know you know what if the other person's thinking the exact same thing of like well can't show my cards because what if you know so yeah yeah not a not a mind-blowing song. It's not really going to stoke any crazy revelations, <laughs> but it's That's it's okay. good. It's yeah. it's a fun song. Um, I just want to see if this is their like first wave of songs that I'm really looking forward to their like sophomoric effort. Um, yeah, 
if it is their sophomoric, then it, it might be another couple albums. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I, I just want to see where this band goes. They're all yeah. pretty damn young. So we'll see what they grow into. Pale yeah. waves. Yeah. If they can avoid infighting and breaking up over that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, do you like it, though? I mean, where, yeah, where no, are you Yeah, no, I really do. Okay. Uh, yeah. as, as soon as I stopped watching the video, because their whole... Their whole shtick. It's the very whole stick is rather sticky, yeah. It's too right. sticky for me, but the music is good. But you can definitely see... When did this song come out? Yeah, this year. This? <laughs> September of this year. So. Wow. Wow. Uh, so I guess I'm on top of this one. <laughs> 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 That's a first. Um, mm, good stuff. So between between Pale Waves and... Um, Marley Carroll and uh, Round the Jewels 3. That's been my week in music. <laughs> so a little uh, bit of everything. A little I bit of everything. I you had something good in there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Marley Carroll, that stuff's yeah, no, all of interesting, at least. Yeah. <sighs> um, Funny deal. Well, man. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because my week has been. There's been three new albums out that I can't stop listening to. <laughs> mm. um, Including which, the Caspian one? or You mean Mogwai? Yeah, that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, just... that one's really good. Um, yeah. um, Mogwai, um, Gary Newman, of course. Um, oh, oh that came out at the beginning of September. Yeah, so. I was going to say, that, that's been out. But yeah, still, but this is the, this takes the time to go time through I've, it. Yeah, first time I've really spent a lot of time with it. Um, hmm. And uh, Belmoray came out with a new one. <clears throat> nice. Uh, we listened to one of the singles off of those, didn't we? Off the Belmoray, or not? Uh, I don't think so. I think I picked an older, mm. an older song. Um, the new one is very orchestral and. Um, not saying that's a bad thing, but it's just it's just slow. It's uh, huh. it's good. Yeah, it's it's good for um. You know, there's there's a time and place for it for sure. It's very good for what what they do. Um, hmm. and I'm okay. I I like it better than some of their previous releases. So, cool. Um, Mogwai, I'm very impressed with. Uh, as always, they always yeah. find a way to. Um. In fact, I'm gonna make you do that again. Because I can, because you made me listen to nihilistic Brit pop rock. <laughs> You're gonna make me listen to Mogwai again? Yep. Mm. They're my Brits. They're your Brits. Okay. Although they might be Irish, they're they're something like that. We've listened to one of the songs off this album, right? We did. We listened to Cool Verine, I believe, oh. which is still one of the coolest song titles ever created. Cool Vereen. I have no memory of that, but I remember listening to something. So. Or Party in the Dark. I can't remember. That's what it was. We listened to Party in the Dark, but Cool yeah. Vereen's pretty awesome. You know, I saw Wolverine uh, three weeks ago. Oh. <clears throat> At the you, zoo. You mean like, oh. Yeah. But it's kind of nice because you could be closer meant... to it and like really see it running around. You yeah. don't just like see a glimpse of it as it runs away. I thought you meant Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I know. Mm. Uh um, anyway, I'm going to make you listen to one of my favorite songs from Mogwai's new album. Um, their new album is called Every Country's Son, and mm. the song that I am subjecting Clark to is called Don't Believe the Fife.
Okay, so anyway, um, <laughs> it's just great. Just good Mogwai. It's like they've they've always got a song like that on every album that mm. kind of encompasses everything that they're about. And uh, I think I think this is definitely the one on that. Although That's I'm nice. curious. Yeah, the guitar tone is excellent. You're curious I'm, what? I'm curious. Why the animosity towards Mogwai? What? Oh, it's it's purely spite. It's just you. Uh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> nothing, to, nothing to do with the band itself at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all you, man. Um, <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's good stuff though. Uh, it's it's just it's more like I, mm, that's the thing about post rock. I I'm so glad the genre exists. So glad so that I can listen to it for the one week a year that I, that it really fits, you know, um, <laughs> which is, which is, well, it's probably more than one week, but, um, I don't know. I, I really do like that. I'm stockpiling some of the good stuff because I, I feel like you go through post rock years almost <laughs> like, yeah, it's something that when the phase comes, it, it sticks for a while. And mm-hmm. when I first got into post rock and when we were talking about it a lot more, um, I listen to a different type of post-rock. I listen more like the album Leaf where it's like barely post-rock. It's mostly yeah. just like mostly kind just of ambient. Yeah, yeah. come back to it from time to time and it's just a it's there but i i never i don't know i rarely get a song stuck in my head like there's nothing there's just no hook for me for the most part and again that's why i gravitate more towards like the l1011 where there's like a clear-cut melody and it's a lot more just like an instrumental song instead Mm. of post-rock so It's just a. I just don't know what to sink my hooks into, so I just kind of like don't know what to listen for, and then I just kind of find myself zoning out. So yeah, I don't know. But yeah, the talent of the people. I mean, I love hearing what people do, and I think I I wouldn't shut up about Oh Hiroshima there for a while. Um, Yeah, (laughs) and even though that's not you know that's never going to win a best post rock award for some reason, something about it hit me at the right time. So yeah, well that's that's the thing that you can. Because there's so much of it. If you get into like the, you know, the yeah, yeah, post rock that nobody's listened to yet, mm-hmm. people are doing this all over the place, and you can find just the right song for just the right time if you yeah. are in the mood for it. You know, so and even like the greatest hits of post rock. So we're talking like this will destroy you, um, explosions, explosions in the sky, sky. Mogwai. Who does happy songs for happy people? Is That's that Mogwai? Yeah. Yeah. So those albums those like i have nothing like i i totally get it and those click with me and i feel like especially like young mountain i feel like i could probably listen oh, to that oh man i could listen to that a whole lot and be in the mood for that a whole lot
there's yeah. just something about it um yeah. and same with yeah explosions in the sky and um yeah happy songs for happy people that's so good but besides that like i haven't you know i have like my core stable of post-rock and it's just it takes a lot for me to wander outside of it yeah so, yeah yeah um it's it's not an easily accessible genre um yeah. it's one that we've soiled this podcast with numerous times because of me but uh <laughs> but what we need is curators what we need is people being like hey i know these songs are really long these band names are really long let me mm-hmm. just pick some good places for you to get started and let you kind of explore from there yeah so, i don't know we need we need guides because it's dense <laughs> it <is laughs> everything's dense, dense so. and for i mean the biggest hurdle for a lot of people is the no lyrics thing um, yeah yeah so you kind of have to i don't know you have to you have to imagine meaning um which for some people is difficult but i'm all my brain is always trying to find a way to channel meaning into things so it's perfect for me but um, yeah so but i think another another artist that i've been revisiting this week um because he's more of a fall and winter accessory for me um that i think kind of combines instrumentalism and stuff that you like (laughs) okay okay Um, yeah I think it's and and it's short. It's under three minutes. So hey, love it. Okay. Um, uh, I've been listening. So in the fall and usually the fall transitional times, I'll I'll listen to Flying Lotus a lot more. Um, Fly low. Yeah, he's got some really good. Just I don't know, like Saturday afternoon beats. <laughs> um, I don't know what else to call them. Okay. Just okay. Something that's something that you can. Just feel like you have no worries to, you know. Um, <laughs> totally. And and uh, this one in particular, I I have uh, gravitated towards this week. It's called uh, "Falling Love." I was reminded by my catering friend Josh that uh, the first time he met me when I was at his house, and that was the night that we got shit-faced on sake, and we rapped over beats for like well over an hour, and we did wow. like free- we freestyled over like not the two of us. There was like a whole room of people, and we were just all taking turns. But uh, huh. yeah, so one of his first impressions of me was like me drunk on sake rapping, <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, why are we still friends? Like, so, why did you invite me back? <laughs> so basically, what you sound like on every podcast episode. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because uh, I think I even hit on his wife in one of the verses, but Ooh, she was nice. sitting that's, next to me, so I was doing good, like a, that's a proper verse thing. <laughs> well, we were doing like you know. I, I was trying to like comment on the people around me so I had like already gotten a couple people to my sides and his wife was sitting next to me so it just kind of when you're off the top it's hard to hold your tongue but I I am not very good at I'm good at doing it in my head but out loud I'm not I have I've got nothing yeah it's really hard sober <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh it's for some reason all i need is like a little less inhibitions and mm-hmm. like it actually comes pretty easy for me yeah you you have done that i think you've done that on the podcast a few times and it it always is not not not, <laughs> not bad. as bad as it could be yeah yeah <laughs> yeah too funny too funny anyway uh, it's, it's a great... i'm digging this song this song is making me talk like a few notes lower and a yeah it's slower <laughs> I don't know why. You can keep going with that. <laughs> no, I don't want to be a bore. 
Um, yeah, excellent song. So that's called uh, Fall in Love by Flylo. So, mm, mm. we follow this guy on Twitter. You, you see his stuff? He's an interesting mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's interesting. Yeah. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of Twitter friends, I was listening to... Um, I ended up buying the album from... Wow. Wow, I just spent a lot of time listening to their music. It's The Country... And uh, they're friends with Crystal Optics. Oh, Croatia. Croatia. Yep, there we go. Mm-hmm. I just got Croatia's album um, that I've been meaning to get for a while. And that oh, shit, yeah, uh, yeah. There's, some, there's some good shit on there, it's man. It's really good. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I've listened through my copy of it a lot. That's what, That was like summer summer nice. this year. Yeah, it's it's kind of the wrong time of year for them. But still, yeah. we're, we're hoping to maybe use one of their songs on our on the new podcast I'm working on. Oh. Yeah. So we've kind of like chopped it a bit and we kind of messed with it. Now I just need to like ask them and be like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Can I use this? Can I use this? Because if not, I'll have wasted all that time, but whatever. Yeah. Um, it's fun to work with anyway. Oh, yeah. It was just fun. I mean, especially just because like they're so, it's easy to kind of work with and bend because um, it's just done so well i guess like you can match up waveforms on the where the snare is and you know it's gonna hit because it's just like mm. that that consistent mm-hmm. which is probably because it was done electronically but still um anyway all that to say man this flylo song what what uh does he have a lot of stuff like this or is this kind of a rare escape oh i think this is kind of his his sound um he except for when he more. teams up with other artists yeah um, I always thought he was a bit harsher for some reason. Like, it was a bit more like, wow, like, I don't know. He can be, for sure. Um, hmm. But, I mean, his his popular stuff is all, like, uh, you would know 1983, I bet. Um, that's one of his more popular uh, solo instrumental. Oh, this is off of a Jay Dilla um oh like a j dilla what's what's the word like when you memorialize it but it's he made mm, this mix tribute. like in remembrance of j dilla yeah tribute mm-hmm. oh that's badass yeah j dilla's mm-hmm. awesome okay what'd you send me this is i mean this is like textbook philo on this song 1983 oh yeah Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I know this. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, I really need to uh, buy some Flylo albums. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it's perfect. This is really good. Yeah. It's like um, it's like Tycho if Tycho didn't limit themselves to such like a narrow range of instruments and yeah. songs. Which I love their decision to do that. But Yeah. Um, yeah. They, uh, Tycho is, fills... A, a niche that they created for themselves yeah. or himself. Oh, so excellent. Oh yeah, it is just one guy. That's unreal. Yeah. Um, hmm. Did I tell you, speaking of this kind of music, did do you yeah, know that yeah. um, No Such Thing and Come Trues are coming to Missoula? Oh, really? Yeah. That's Man, it. it'd be kind of nice to see No Such Thing. Come Trues is opening and No Such Thing is, is the main act, I believe. Huh. That might be really neat. I know I'm. I can't remember. It's coming up soon. Oh, and it was a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're on <laughs> top of it. That's great. Now I'm just listening to Flylo's Essential Mix. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Man, I love Essential Mixes. There's something about them. Yeah. Like people always bring out their best for the Essential Mixes. Wait, what do you mean Essential Mixes? Like BBC actually has like a they'll oh, bring in yeah, DJs yeah. and like they will say like play us something that's representative of like tell us your story in music form kind of and go through your styles and where you're at now and like yeah people make just insane mixes and play it and it's yeah I don't know it's kind of like tiny desk concerts where people will just really pull out all the stops for it yeah so yeah essential mix i think it's all bbc like if like if you call it an essential mix it better be 
recorded in BBC Studios, or else yeah. like it's just kind of huh. a weird ripoff. Yeah. So kind of their their answer to mm-hmm. Tiny Desk concerts. It's been around I, as long, if not longer, but yeah. And then like uh, they'll do like a live radio show too for BBC One or BBC, um, yeah, whatever it is over there. And they actually they're spinning the the idea is they're doing the mix live for that radio show for that hour block mm-hmm. and then they upload it after the fact but like the whole thing is like they the artist doesn't just like send them an mp3 like they're they're doing it live and you can listen to it live over there and uh that's cool yeah it's pretty neat i mean you don't it's kind of hard to get that for electronic artists where you can appreciate a live thing without being yeah there. i don't know yeah because if you just listen to like a Skrillex live show, you're just getting the sound from the songboard, and it just sounds like a Skrillex song. I don't know. It it's hard to sounds, describe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got, it's got that live element to it. Yeah, and with the essential mix, they they'll fold in songs from like artists like, that that they've pulled samples from and stuff. They'll just mix uh-huh. those songs into it as well, and just kind of churn huh. it up. It doesn't it doesn't have to be all their songs. It could also be songs from artists that they appreciate and learn from, or even like their proteges and stuff. It's kind of cool. cool. Huh. So I know when really I when I, yeah. So when I find like a new electronic artist, I'll if they're big enough, I'll try and see if they have an essential mix, and I'll listen to it, and kind of kind of judge from there. I think huh. uh, I think Feed Me has an essential mix that is insane. It's a very good essential mix. Ooh, there's a DJ has. Shadow essential mix. Oh, nice. Yeah, DJ Shadow. Um, I found a uh, a whole archive of them on Mixcloud. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, there's uh there's 1300 of them to be exact. Holy shit. I think they're usually free as well. I could be wrong on that. But yeah, um, you can I know I downloaded yes. Feedmes and I don't remember pirating it. I remember just yeah. downloading it. Um <laughs> <laughs> I haven't pirated in a while. Yeah. One thing that I'm notorious for on occasion, I will rip YouTube MP3s though. Yeah, that's becoming harder and harder, though, I've found. Yeah, the websites are getting, like, kind of inconsistent with whether or not it works. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, whew, you sent me way <sighs> down a, a fly-low rabbit hole. Yeah, that's okay. That's that's what he's there for. He's. This is a two-hour mix. Jeez, okay. Yeah, he goes for a while. That's what I'm talking about. I can't get anything done. I'm too busy listening to this. Everything. This is great. Okay, oof, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So I uh had tried a passion fruit beer last night. <clears throat> and I I Weird. asked the uh Yeah, I know. And I asked the server, I'm like, Have you tried it? And he's like, Yeah and I'm like, Do you like it? And he's like, Do you like sours? And I'm like, eh, I don't hate sours and he's like, eh, give it a try. So I tried it and it really is it was like a semi sour it was perfect. It was like huh. it was like a it was like a sour candy in beer form, which I am a sucker for sour candy. I don't I don't think you would have liked it. May have been a little too fruity for you, but yeah. it oh. was certainly com- it was certainly compelling and I, I enjoyed it. So Huh. Mm. Wh- who who made that? I would have to look it up to be honest. Oh yeah, you were you were tearing up the town the other night when I was trying to text <laughs> you a bunch of things. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, got an itch, man. For some reason, something's clicked where uh, I can't sleep. Um, I've been going out more and seeing more people. I've been getting weird urges to just, like, call people and talk Whoa. to them. Yeah, I think I'm broken, man. I don't know if it's that because the sun's... Urge. Yeah, the sun's going down way early, and I think my body's just like, what's happening? Call your friends from college and see how they're doing. Like, whoa, okay. <laughs> like... <laughs> Let's, let's take a step. <laughs> let's take a step back here. Let's. Uh, I need to freaking migrate somewhere so I feel better. Um, hmm. <laughs> Call your friends from college. See how they're doing. What could? Yeah, I, I, yeah that is such a rare urge. Oh, huh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna die from a Lacroix can avalanche. Jeez, they're everywhere. Are you? I, do you have a Lacroix stack on your desk? I do. I do. I just have four cans, but. And it's a big enough table that I shouldn't ever knock them over, but um, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> You've met uh, the carrying capacity of LaCroix cans. Yeah, it's just, it's just, 
Just want to knock him over, man. <laughs> That's great. What a day. What a day. Yeah. So what's your next sous vide uh, conquest going to be? You said uh, uh, pulled pork? Pulled pork, yeah, or curry. Um, I have – I bought some some pork to do mm. uh, pork curry with, so – Oh, did I tell you? I, I got some elk, and I'm going to try an elk curry. I told you that, right? Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be so good. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. We'll see what, mm. what the game does. <laughs> it's going to be a real game changer, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't want to play that game. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> well, should we button this up? <laughs> Once we once we devolve into just trying to continue to make puns, yeah, we know it's it's time to it's time time to call it. Yeah, especially when we get about like Montana wildlife. I don't think anybody can bear that. No, probably not. Yeah, not after right, listening well, to us read YouTube suggestions and uh, <laughs> other websites for an hour. Thanks so much for tuning into the Echo. <laughs> please rate and subscribe on itunes it really does help um yeah please check out our sister podcast Wordstruck, featuring the lovely claire codges trying his hardest not to curse at harry potter um it's very difficult that kid is a total dipshit sometimes uh what else Aren't, what else any other notes advertising this what i am wouldn't it make more sense for me to advertise Wordstruck? uh so i could talk about you not in the third person or yeah. is that a whole thing you're doing? I, did I? Uh, I'm sorry. Were you doing a bit? Nah, I was kind of doing a bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can also listen to our other sister podcast, Twenty Minutes of Banter, where two friends unsuccessfully attempt to act like they like each other. So that's good. Um, yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. So yeah. that's great. That's great. You've been listening to any good podcasts lately, really? Um. I'm trying to think. I have been trying to catch back up. Well, I was never caught up. Never mm. even close to caught up, but mm. um, get more lore in. Uh, oh, yep. yep. This is the proper time of year for lore. And this is the proper time of year for everything. So, um, I've, I've never, I to... think maybe it's because like social media and everything is at like an all time high. I've never seen everybody this hyped for a season change before. I don't know if it's because yeah. we're just all at our wits end because of politics and just what the freaking year this been has been. Yeah. But, like, See, everyone is super stoked about fall. Like, everyone, huh. including myself. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, can, I can't confirm or deny that because, as you know, I'm not on Facebook, so. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. I, uh, I, don't, I don't see that. You don't, I don't see, see all the shit I part of the world. Yeah. I just I just link your name to stuff so when people search for it they find it and it's just a <laughs> thanks yeah of course no I problem. appreciate that yeah they've got to find something when they search for you so <laughs> I just give them embarrassing pictures you know uh, sure yeah uh huh mm. mm. <laughs> alright yeah let's button this up <laughs> okay yeah it's, it's bedtime yeah I'll talk to you later my friend okay see ya